Yeah. Uh. We gotta, gotta rise up. Rise up. Yo. Go for broke, give everything, better yet, give your all. They don't wanna see you win, nevertheless, yo, evolve. Wanna see my demise, you gonna be in for a surprise. Cause the sun ain't about to set, now it's about to rise. Come hell or high water, we gotta rise up. Despite the storms of. All right, what's going on, everybody? I want to welcome you to this week's episode of the Stages Mind podcast. I'm your host, Taryn Till. This week, it is my honor and privilege to bring to the podcast Russell Alexander II. Russell, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you feeling? Thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah, doing pretty good, man. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you as well. Yeah, we'll start it off, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm originally from Selma, Alabama. Grew up, uh, you know, in the country most part. Um, from there, when I was 10 years old, moved to Montgomery. Uh, that's where I started singing in choirs and uh, stuff like that. Come from a musical background, musical family. Um, in elementary school, uh, started choir, like I said, through Mount Middle School. Kept up with that. Participated in band for a while. Um, played the alto sax. Um, and then toward the end of my middle school years, I saw my first uh, musical, which is Little Shop of Horrors. And um, it changed my life. I was going to uh, deliver babies, funny enough. And then I uh, saw that musical change my life, decided that theater is what I wanted to do. And so um, parents were very supportive of that. And um, from high school on into college, I studied theater, um, graduated from University of Alabama at Birmingham and got my degree. And after that, moved to Atlanta, uh, joined an apprenticeship. Um, and uh, did some work and started to integrate into the professional theater world up here. And um, since then, you know, just been working around the city. I was introduced to the cruise ship uh, industry and singing and performing there as an entertainer. So that's also a little bit of what I do now and what I'm doing. So, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a little bit about me and my journey in this uh, this artistic world, I guess. Uh, what was life like growing up in Selma? It was it was. It's really simple um, from my memory. I was a child when I went there, but it was a very small town. Everyone knows each other, you know, so I was always surrounded by family. You know, my cousins were down the street. Um, you know, there was always good food, good singing. Like I said, I come from a musical family. Um, and so, like, you know, always surrounded by music, always surrounded by family. And I come from a pretty big family. I'm the oldest of... Um, five altogether both my parents remarried had other kids but um but yeah I've always been surrounded by siblings and and um it was a lot of fun growing up there but also to be honest like we know the state that Selma is in is one of the most dangerous cities in Alabama now um and there's not much going on as far as opportunity there jobs or anything so even from a young age to be honest I knew that um, that music was going to be something that I would have liked to pursue in a, in a perfect world. And I knew I wouldn't ever be able to do that in that place. So um, even from a young age, I knew it was like as much as I loved being there and being surrounded by, you know, the people and the things I was surrounded by at the time. Um, I knew it was somewhere that I would eventually have to leave if I wanted to, you know, branch out and do more. Right. Yeah. Um, when you were in, um, BTW, uh, that's where you went to school, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what were your fondest memories of taking theater? Um. So my 
I, I was introduced to theater my sixth grade year. I got a scholarship to go to the Alabama Shakespeare Festival and we did uh, The Taming of the Shrew. And it was just like a week long thing that we put together. So I was like kind of familiar with theater. And then I got to BTW and like right off the bat, uh, my teacher, shout out to Mr. Rodney Creech. Um, but Mr. Creech, he heard me sing and he pulled me aside. And like, he he was just like, come in, boy, sing this song. And so uh, he would sit at the piano and he would play and he's teaching me like how to do these different things with my voice. And, you know, next thing I know, he announces the play for um, that season was going to be, uh, that spring was going to be The Wiz. Mm. And all this time he was just like, yeah, you're going to be Scarecrow. Mm. And just, I was just like, well, there's no audition. Ms. Creasy said, we've been, we've been working on it all year. You know, I've been calling you aside doing this and doing that. So like, those are some of my, my favorite memory. That is my fondest memory of yeah. someone seeing something in me and like just taking the time. And then aside from that, just like um, all the little competitions and things that we used to do, the little field trips, but also just meeting and networking with a lot of people that now that we're older and like actually working, you see some of these people be like, remember in, you know, college we did this or in high school we did this. So that's right. really cool now. And when you went to UAB, um, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you were recruited to go there as far as uh, being a part of, of the theater program. So how did that yeah. feel that somebody saw that in you? And then, um, you know, same question, kind of like what were your memories from BTW? What were your memories at UAB? Um, I was hyped. <laughs> like yeah. that was my first time to say, oh, like they're they recruiting me. And they were supposed to start a musical theater program is what it was. Um. And then when I got there, um, we ended up not being able to start that program because at the time, the University of Alabama, the main campus, they had a musical theater BFA. Mm -hmm. And at the time they said, well, if y'all get a musical theater BFA, that's going to compete with our program, even though we had the better program. So they were, they, they were, there were some, there were some things there. And so we couldn't do it. But while we were there, my first year, I took a musical theater course that they did. And I was in there with all seniors as a freshman. And so like just knowing that they saw that in me was was really cool. And like so I was really excited to get to college and um, and and be a part of the theater world. And um, two fun memories that I always have first was the first musical that I did there. It's called uh, Bat Boy. I have a book sitting right over there. I wish I can go grab it. But um, there was um, it was the first show of my freshman year. And I said I was just going to sit back. And I wasn't going to audition my first year. Mm -hmm. And my my teacher, her name was Lexi Dorsett. She's on Broadway right now doing a tour. Mm -hmm. But she heard me sing and she was just like, you're going to audition for that show. And I was like, no, 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 I just want to sit back. And she was like, no, no, you're going to audition. And she called me to her office and every day, once again, we sat and we worked on the music. And she was like, okay, no, do this. And then, okay, change this. And then I went in and booked the lead. And she was just like, yeah, I told you you're going to do it. Like I went back and I was like, Lexi, guess what? She was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to guess, kid. Like you, you did it. And so like that, that was always very special to me. And she and I maintained a relationship off of that. And then secondly, um, once I got to UAB, once that, that was my first play, Bat Boy, and that was in April of 2013. Every semester after that, I was working. I was never not in the show. And if I wasn't on the main stage at UAB, then I was working professionally at another theater in Birmingham. So I was always doing something. And if I was also one of the few black people that we had in our department. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, honestly, a lot of the black people in our department, as talented as they were, weren't being used. Mm-hmm. And so then I would be like, all right, well, I want to put this production on. So mm-hmm. let's do this. Or, you know, at the time I wrote a show and put all of my friends in it. And through that, then instructors was like, oh, they can act. Yeah, you got to give them a chance. You have to like, mm-hmm. you know, give them the same nurturing that someone took the time to give me, to give me, excuse me. And like, you know, and they were able to flourish off of that. So those are some of my favorite things looking back on. Um, just the amount of opportunity that I got at UAB was a perfect fit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing theater and you see um, maybe not as many um, African-Americans being given opportunities and you are being afforded those, does that uh, put a sense of responsibility on your shoulders? For me, Yes. I felt that way. Like I said, I'm the oldest. So it's always just like, you know, I got to do something. I got to, you know, I have a nature to not only get it for myself, but like I want to create opportunity for other people. Right. And it was just wild to me as far as, and also it kind of, it, it kind of drove a riff between me and my friends sometimes because they'll be like, oh, well, you're privileged. And like you, I've had some friends we've fallen out over things. They were like, oh, you got that because they like you. And it was just like, no, I got it because I I put in the work, but also Mm -hmm. that doesn't set me aside from you. So also let me create this platform to where they can see you shining your element as well. And that's what we did. And then, like I said, sometimes it just take, especially for um, people that don't always understand African-Americans to try to understand how to relate to us, how to mm. break down or even to select shows mm. that will cater to us or like put us in these non-traditional roles, you know, that will otherwise be played by another race. Mm. Um, give them the opportunity to show you that we are just as versatile and we can exist in any space. Mm. And, you know, so yeah, I felt a huge responsibility to like, Hey, I, I do this, but like, I don't want to be your token. Like mm. it's room for all of these people and we right. can all work together. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was your uh, deciding factor to move to Atlanta? Uh, I wanted to get into TV and film. Um, for a while I wanted to do Broadway, but New York was expensive. So right. um, <laughs> I was like, well, let me, I was very interested in TV and film. So I moved here Um I wanted to move here to do that. My deciding factor was uh, we did this competition um, and it's called uh, the Southeastern Theater Conference, SETC. And there basically you go there pretty much your last couple of years of college and you book theater work. And Aurora Theater was there. They were scouting for their apprentice company and um, they gave an audition. And um, well, they saw me in the in the audition room and they gave me a callback, but they were like, hey, we can't make callbacks. So make an appointment, come and see us in Georgia. So I was like, oh, well, that's perfect. And I came up here, I toured the theater and I just really, I love the environment. I love the quality of the shows that they put on. And mm. um, it was like, oh, well, I get to come here and do theater. And then also they'll integrate me into this professional world so I can do TV and film. Mm. So yeah, it was based off of, off of that. Okay. Um, tell us about some of your acting credits and then also, um, which do you prefer? Do you like theater better, better or TV and film? Um, some of my acting credits, as far as theater goes, um, professionally I've done, um, funny enough, the Wiz was my first play. Um, 
experience, like when I got in high school and then professionally in 2015, that's my first professional show. Um, same role. <laughs> um, one of my mentors who helped me um, through the process in um, high school was actually in the show with me again in our first professional run in Birmingham. So that was uh, the Wiz at Red Mountain Theater Company. I was also done uh, Memphis um, at Red Mountain. Um, here in Georgia, I've been um, in Newsies as Crutchy here at Aurora Theater. Um, recently, I was at the Jenny T. Anderson Theater. Um, we did uh, The Wild Party, and I played Mr. Black, um, which is a great a great time and a great role. Uh, some TV things um, that I've done. I did a short film this year called The Sparrow Cries at Night. It was just released um, not too long ago. I've done um, a pilot for Comedy Central. Uh, never aired, but um, they're still in works, and hopefully we'll, after some rewrites, I'll be able to bring it back. But it was called Jefferson County P.O. Um, I've um, done some background work for Apple. Um, I've also done some background work for Delta um, as well. Um, and so, uh, and then there's some other things that I can't talk about just yet, but um, I just uh, did a project with uh, Disney Plus that should be coming around, out around um, January, I think is when they're trying to release. Oh. Um, but yeah, just um, starting to, trying to get my foot in that Marvel world. So yeah. Um, so yeah, um, those are some of the credits that I have. And um, I like, for different reasons. As a performer, I think I like, I love theater and the live aspect of mm. having an audience in front and feeding off of that type of energy. Right. But um, I also love the mix of TV and film and like mm. actually being, seeing it all come together and then having a product that will always be something that you can go back and watch and like you can go back and right. experience that and stuff stuff like that it's also just a faster process too it yeah. exercises a totally different muscle of you know of your craft and mm -hmm. causes you it's very it's it's a very fine line between theater acting and 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 film acting and like right. um there's always something to learn on a film set not that there isn't in theater because there mm -hmm. is but right. um right now i'm just so fascinated in in how TV and film work. So like, those are always some of my favorite projects to, to kind of work on. Right. Yeah. Cause theater, you know, you basically running through the whole show that particular night, even though you guys do months and months of uh, prep work and blocking and stuff like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, doing film and television, you might be like on one page, you know, for that day. And you just like doing the same takes over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, um both 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 processes have their have their tedious moments um i think like you said i think with theater though you get more of a chance to to refine it and change it and like mm -hmm. you know every show you can get deeper you get a chance every night throughout the time that you run to kind of you know make adjustments and get deeper into your character and with tv and film it's just like you got to go in there with your decisions made mm -hmm. and you know you you do the work you know outside of the tv and film and then you come in with your choices and like you see what works and what rocks with your partner or whatever and then you keep it rolling mm -hmm. and so um so yeah i think tv and film at times like for right now can be a little more intimidating mm -hmm. um but um 
but yeah, with, with theater and being, being able to do it, like right now I'm working on a Christmas show and just like every day going into rehearsal, there's something different that we're finding and chances to like change it around and play. So for that, like I said, I always love theater for them, for that aspect and being able to be live and surrounded by people and like able to have fun and be in the moment. And we could do that with TV and film too, but it's just more of a like, all right, all these technical elements, we got to stand here. We got to like mm-hmm. make sure we, you know, so yeah. Uh, how much do do you learn? Um, um, how long did it take you to figure out that going to college and what you did at um, you know high school as well, like helped you, you know, as far as your career goals and some of your techniques and stuff like that? Was it a uh, beneficiary or some people never had you know theater or, or acting training? So we talk about this all the time uh, within like my friend group and people that are in the, um, that when we, when we get into all these professional processes and stuff, Mm -hmm. I went to a performing arts high school. And so, so much so to the point where I went and my, uh, we were magnet school as well. So my magnet was musical theater. And it was to the point where like our GPAs and our magnet had to be higher than our, like require academic GPA. So it was always like heavy hitting focus and we're learning things and we're getting that fine tuning and that training. I thought I was ready to go pro after high school, but then, like I said, I got to college or I saw, I started to see college theater and be like, oh, there's so much further, like so much, so many more things that I need to learn. Mm -hmm. So then I went through, through college and, and did that. And I feel like college was beneficial to me Mm -hmm. because yes, I got the training, and I got to do, I got to learn other things besides just acting and singing. Um, for UAB, one thing that I love about the theater department is they taught us how to do lights. You know, they taught us how to do sound. Mm-hmm. We had to do hours in the scene shop. We had to do, I think it was 40 hours throughout the semester. We had to spend 40 of those in the scene shop. Then the next, then another year, we had to spend um, 20 hours in the costume shop. And throughout that time, you're building the costumes that we're going to perform in. Mm-hmm. You're building the sets that we're going to perform on. You're learning how to do these different light plots. You're, we, we used to build little set models. So if we wanted to go into set design, you know how to model a stage and go in with the concept idea. Right. You know, they taught us all these different aspects. So that way to say, even if you don't act or even if you don't sing, there's going to be something else that you can do because you have that training. I wouldn't have gotten that as quickly or for free <laughs> or mm-hmm. free as um, like I did in, in college and going in coming into the professional world, already knowing those skills. Right. So by the time I made it to Aurora, you know, because I left college and was just like, okay, what else can I learn? Mm-hmm. So that was one of my reasons for choosing an apprenticeship. Cause I was like, okay, well now this helped me kind of ease my foot into the professional world. Now I need like just one extra step to help me make these connections. Right. So then I got to Aurora and, you know, in times where um, I wasn't casting a show. And back then as apprentices, if you weren't in a show, you weren't getting paid that week. You know, you weren't getting paid to to just be there. We're taking classes. So I was able to be like, hey, um, I'm not in this show, but like, what what do you need? You need someone to run props. You need someone to be off stage. And they were like, actually, we do. <laughs> so, you know, they're. I felt like it was all the training that I received. Yes, was beneficial. Um, But I also tell people, like I've seen many people that come into this that have not had any formal training. 
Um, and then just come in because they're talented and just have that raw talent. And even then, you know, that is great to have. I still recommend that people take classes, even me, like I'm in theater. I'm like, I'm in classes for TV and film. I'm in classes, you know, theater workshops when they come around. Um, just because there's always things that you can fine tune. Right. And then I tell people if college isn't your thing, find a conservatory. And that's where you don't have to do all the academic stuff. You go and you train just for your craft. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so there, yeah. there are definitely plenty of options that you can pursue. Sure. Um, and if school isn't your option, then find a studio around town. Mm -hmm. Like there are plenty that you can get into and they'll give you all that knowledge. So it's ways to go out there and get it. But I do think that training in some form mm -hmm. is always necessary beneficial. Yeah, let's talk about music for a minute. Um, okay. So not just the you know theater part, but you you know study music as well. So what do you love about music? And I know you um, you know put out a couple of singles as well. So what do you love about music? So um, I think music. I don't think music was my first love. Um, you know, came from a gospel background, mm -hmm. and then I heard R and B, and my dad used to preach uh back in the day so like going on with him like after my parents divorced and i'd be with my dad mm. and um you know i'd be trying to sneak and sing r&b he'd be like uh -huh. mm -hmm. sing some gospel so then i sing gospel and i'd be trying to riff and run and like do these r&b things and gospel uh -huh. sing it straight so um just growing up music was always around um and so I always, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to be a singer before I was an actor. But I was just like, as I got older, I was like, ooh, being a singer, that's that's a lot. That, that ain't a reality. People just go and, you know, start to do. So, um, yeah, coming from that background, that was always, music was just always around me. That was the first thing I fell in love with. And then choir was always something that was easily accessible. So mm -hmm. throughout school, I had that. And um I got into songwriting when I was younger and I started writing for other people um, because I wasn't always confident in, you know, having my own things and like taking that into a studio. So I would just write and give it away. Um, and I'd just be like, oh, I'm just glad to be a part of the process. Um, and then uh, some of my friends who did features started uh, were working on like full projects, started asking me to come in the studio and do features or come in and write. And um I just remember my first time going into the studio. I was like, oh, now I see, like, I see what it is. I see why I like, and I fell in love with it. And I was just like, no, I want to do this more. Yeah. And so um, when I, when I can, and I haven't released as much music as I could, as much things, as many things as I have written just because of time and like the job that I have now doesn't really allow for as much time yet. Um, but, um, but yeah, releasing the singles that I've uh, released, um, a single with my friend Wesley um, a year ago, and it's called, uh, it's actually just called Song, but it's uh, his name on um, um, Apple Music is West Cam. Um, and I've been working on releasing um, an EP, late, uh, an EP, excuse me. So uh -huh. uh, when I have time to finish all of that, it'll be coming out. But um, hopefully I'll be getting into some music because I have a, something else that's coming up that's kind of got, that's kind of, going to force me excuse me to um uh, to release things try not to say too much that's why i have to be very yeah, yeah, i got you I got careful you. but um but yeah i have a project coming up that's going to force me to release more music that i am mm -hmm. really excited about okay uh who has influenced you over the years mm. 
Hey, you know, it could um, be somebody from you know acting or or singing or something like that, or or somebody that's doing yeah. both. Um, influence. I, one of the biggest influences I think that I've had was coming into Atlanta when I got here, and once again. I hit the I hit the ground running when I got to that day, and I tried to be a part of every production that I could. And I remember one of the first tasks that, that Aurora gave me was to be a reader in the auditions for a show called Abigail Seventeen O Two, and I sat in that room, and just the amount of talent I saw coming there, mm-hmm. and like I mean, some of Atlanta's heavy hitters were coming in that room auditioning, and I remember I was on break. And one lady came up to me and she was just like, baby, who, who, who are you? What's your name? And she was just like, you are giving me everything I need in that room. Mm. And so like things like that. And then, you know, having another, uh, we were just having this conversation last night at the, at the Susie's, a friend of mine, Diani, um, who's incredible, but um, just having her, she was one of the first people to be like, baby, you are here because you belong here you're in this room and in this place and where you're headed, you you belong exactly where you're going. And right. just having people like that speak such great things into my life, everyone throughout my life who was always took time to be like, there's something about you. There's something me, you, you know, you're going to do great things and like things like that. That's always been influential to me for like to, to do the best that I can and to try to honor those great things that have been spoken over my life. Cause I do believe that there is power in those words and they come from, you know, a higher being because I don't have these people I don't know, you know? Right. So um, I'm, I'm influenced by those type of things, okay. um, by people that are touched and inspired by whatever it is that I give off, um, whatever, whatever makes them, um, support and and show love to me the way that they do like that makes me be like okay like it's time to work let me give it all that I can every single time because you know you never know who's watching and even still I have to once again you know feel like I make the people proud that are feeding into me so uh what is your vision for 2023 um my vision for 2023 uh, I'm working on, I just, I just signed a project um, that uh, I can't announce just yet, mm-hmm. but I just signed this, this project and I've been working on it for a year. Okay. Um, and um, it's pretty much along the same lines of what my job is now. I'll be touring. Um, but um I'm really excited because it's the first time that I'll truly be in business for myself nice. and that's scary, but like it's, I'm really excited about it just for the doors it is going to open and the opportunities that I'll be able to create for my friends behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what I'll be able to, to do, you know, for, um, for myself and like, everything that's going to come along with that and the things that it's going to force me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like things that I said, I wanted to do as a child, I was like, Oh, I want to do that, but it doesn't seem real. And it's like, now, nah, okay, it's real, buddy. So mm-hmm. all those things you said you wanted, okay, here they are. Right. What you going to do with it? So um, I'm really excited 
um, for that to happen. And um, there's just a couple more strings that need to be tied before everything's official. But I'm really excited just for 2023 to be a year where I think who I am as an artist will truly get to manifest itself. Mm. Um, I'm excited to be challenged and to be, um, to embrace a side of me that I was scared of for a while. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I also know that it's time to step onto something, something new or something fresh or something greater. So I'm excited for that to happen. Um, 2023, I feel like it's going to be a great year of abundance. So I'm excited. uh, One more question before we go to our rapid fire section. Um, What advice would you give somebody who is interested in, in acting uh, some of the things that that you're doing, because um, you know, a lot of times, you know, we tell people, okay, um, get an agent, get a manager, whatever. But sometimes people don't know mm-hmm. how to do those things, or get a good headshot, or whatever. You know, what what advice would you give somebody that that kind of just looking at, hey, I have this dream, I have this gift in me, but mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with it. I would say. Um... First of all, research is very important. Um, It should never be a situation, and this is knowledge across the board, it should never be a situation where you're paying somebody to be your agent. Mm. Uh, Agents should make commission off the work that they book for you. You should not be paying them anything. Um, A manager is a little different. I Personally, I don't have one. At the time, I don't feel like I need one. Mm. Um, But like I said, find legitimate studios that are around you. If there are any in your community, there are usually online intensives that you can take. Um, But um, look into some of the professional theaters um, that are around, look at some of any um, classes that may be offered, film classes, theater classes, anything, and just make sure that they are legit. If you have any friends that you know, don't be scared to ask people for help. um, even if you don't know where to start, you know, never be afraid to reach out to somebody that you do know that's, you know, somewhere where you want to be and say, hey, I'm I'm trying to get where you are. Do you mind? The worst they can say is no or not respond. Mm-hmm. But like put yourself out there because, you know, if you set your intentions and you, you know, try to at least make a start in doing something, I feel like everything else will come around. But definitely. um, don't be afraid to find people that inspire you that are doing it, that are where you are, ask them for help. They can usually guide you in the right direction. See who they follow, you know, um, go back, read up on these people, look at their bio, see what they trained at, you know, um, those role models that you have, see what their training is, see what they did. You know, if you can't afford, um, classes or things like that, study your favorite actors, watch all their movies, see what they do, how they process, how they change, you know, um, there just as long as you do your do that's why I said research and all things mm-hmm. there's everything that you can do there's somebody that you can watch there's somebody that you can ask and then you know join Facebook groups um you know um actorsaccess.com is a very easy way to get into um work around um I think submissions you pay two dollars and you can get on any set they have all the requirements and everything that you have to do um backstage.com there's always work there um community theaters paid professional theaters um but yeah just use 
use as many of the resources that you, that you can find and just, you know, ask. Right. All right, man. So now we're going to our rapid fire questions. I'm going to ask you uh, some questions. You just answer to the best of your capability. The first thing that comes to your mind. That. Uh, favorite recording artist, you know, as far as uh, music artists goes. Oh, right now I'm probably going to say Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, nice. Uh, favorite movie? Um, Finding Nemo. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite TV show? Um, Lovecraft Country. Okay. Uh, favorite actor and favorite actress? Favorite actor right now, I think, would be Jonathan Majors. Uh, favorite actress? Um, favorite actress? Um, um oh man i can't remember her name her face is right here i'm going to say uh lupita okay uh what do you do for fun what do i do for fun i like to be outside i like to do uh i like to be physical um playing sports i like to um bowl i, like, I can't skate but i'll try <laughs> i like to be doing something active yeah. uh favorite places to travel Mm, the Caribbean, uh, any island um, I like. Um, also, Canada is really nice. I enjoy my time up there. Um, and New Orleans, because I always eat great. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, favorite food? Um, favorite food, soul food as a whole. Mm. Yeah. You're stuck on the island for a year. What three albums are you taking with you? Mm. Oh man, uh, let's come back to that. <laughs> okay, give me give me time to think on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, hot or cold? Hot. Uh, any actor or singer that you would like to collaborate with that would be like a a bucket list or a dream come true? Um, singer Patty Labelle. Mm -hmm. Um, an actor actress for me, Loretta Devine. Oh yeah, man, she's great. Yeah. Uh, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Um, one of the best concerts I've ever been to was a um a small concert from uh this group called Tank and the Bangers. A friend of mine plays in the band for them, and they did a small concert in Birmingham, and it was one of the, it was a really great experience. Yeah. Okay. And what motivates you? Uh, my family, my loved okay. ones. Okay. Uh, three, the three albums. Okay, the three albums. Um, I'm gonna take I, Stevie I Wonder. I know that's uh, a tough question for me. I, oh my it God, is that's, that's three. Um, I'm gonna take Stevie's song in the songs in the key of love. Okay, it's one of my favorites. Um, oh man, I'm uh, I have to take um. Oh, this is killing me. Three. Um, I'm trying to look. This is supposed to be rapid fire, and you <laughs> got me. This was what's in my library. Um, um, 
Oh, I'm gonna have to take J. Cole's Forest Hills Drive. That's one of my favorite rap albums. And, and um there's gonna have to be a Kendrick album for me too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um I'm torn is... between yeah, it's some some by Kendrick. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite Kendrick album? To me, it's right now, to, to pimp a butterfly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. To pimp a butterfly is probably one of my favorites, hands down. I'm also really vibing with um his latest drop, um yeah. Mr. Morale and the Big oh, Steppers. Yeah. yeah, I just saw um, the concert. But um, oh, how was it? Yeah, I went to it. It was incredible, man. It was incredible. Like man. He, he he got yeah. Busy, this man. is a it's like a three hour concert. Yeah. Like you got your money's worth. You know what I'm saying? That's good. I want to see Kendrick in concert. Yeah, yeah. he's one of my favorite artists. Um, yeah. Hands down. Um, but yeah, to Pimp a Butterfly, like I still go back and listen to it and find something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's incredible, man. Uh, last question. What do you want your legacy to be, man? Like what's something that you want to build towards the, you know, when I you want... uh, retire and you're like, hey, I'm I'm proud. I was able to to do all the things I wanted to do. Um, when I look back, I want to be able to, um, say that I left behind something that will continue after me. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to say I wanted, I wanted to own a theater so that way I could employ people. Um, but one thing I've learned about myself is, um, first of all, there's a lot of business that goes into running a theater that I don't <laughs> think I, 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 that will take my love away from it. Mm. But I do want to have a studio of some type that helps artists from places like where I grew up in Selma that are that don't have access and don't know where to start. You know, that don't have access to um these expensive training classes and courses that are just have a dream and they're passionate about it. Or maybe they did have all this training and now they don't know what to do next. You know, mm. I want to be able to have something that is a liaison between where they are and where they want to go um because like i said i i love helping people i believe that there is room for everybody um you know and i i one thing that i always pray about and i you know i tell god like and he knows this but i i don't want all of it for myself Mm. um i i see you know there's too many people around me that are also deserving any in any way that I can help them do anything or achieve anything, even if it's not acting, if it's not singing. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to be a vessel and to be used, you know, to the best of my ability and to mm-hmm. say, like, you know, you know, I want people to be able to say, well, Russell, you know, he gave everything he could and, you know, he did all that he could. Um, yeah. Uh, anybody that's interested in learning more about you, uh, how can they link up with you on social media or you have a website that, that you can share? Uh, yes, my website is my name, RussellAlexanderII.com. Um, I'm just now starting to get that back up and running. So um, updates and things will always be posted there. There's a couple of things that are linked to uh, the Christmas show that I'm in up in Aurora Theater in Lawrenceville. Um, social media, I am underscore AlexanderII on Instagram, um, on Facebook, once again, Russell Alexander, I, I, otherwise you run into my dad. So please put the second <laughs> at the end. Y'all don't, y'all don't need, uh, Russell senior on your timelines. Right. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, those are the ways that you can, uh, connect with me. And, um, like I said, 
feel free, any questions, anything like that, feel free to reach out. Uh, I do my best to respond uh, to everyone. And um, yeah, I love meeting people. So, yeah. Hey man, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. And, you know, giving yeah, the audience for a chance me. to learn more about you, man. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you all for right. having me. It's a pleasure. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you on the next show. Take care. All right. I want to thank everybody for their support. Those of you that have been watching all of our podcasts. If you're interested in donating to the Stages Mind podcast, you can send that two ways via PayPal or Cash App. Our Cash App is Terry from the A and our PayPal is double E TV 101. Support this machine today to help us continue to do what we're doing. Also, if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Stages Mind podcast, email me today at double E TV at yahoo.com or call 334-498-5394. Thank you very much. I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. Be sure to hit that like, subscribe, and notification bell for all things pertaining to the Stages Mind podcast. Until next time, take care. Broke, give everything better yet give you all they don't want to see you win nevertheless show evolve want to see my demise you can be in for a surprise because the sun ain't about to set